Come gather round the campfire and hear our ghostly tales of chilling terrors, darkest woes, and anything that goes bump in the night. So cuddle up with your best friend or dare it alone. The darkness is closing in and spirits are calling your name. This is Fireside Phantoms. I know that it's been a few weeks. We're past Halloween. Yes. And we're now approaching Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. Thank you for that. But I did want to comment on a curious experience I had with Lily Doll. The gift you gave of the haunted doll from Ghost Adventures. Did she protect you? I think so. But I've got to tell you what happened. So I put her out during Halloween. And Mm -hmm. those who are new to the story, Lily's this creepy looking doll who (laughs) Holly gave me. It's supposed to protect the home during Halloween when it's, you know, most likely spirits are out and dark energy. I can't wait Um, to show you what you're going to get for Christmas this year. Oh, God. We'll turn (laughs) its evil eye on your dwelling. Well, this was the first Halloween for Lily. And I had her set out on my shelf behind my work desk in my home office. And I get up pretty early in the morning. So, you know, especially with the season changing, the mornings are even darker. And what I like to do is have a little candle lit on my desk while I'm typing on my computer. Like it's the olden days. Do you use a a feather pen as well? (laughs) (laughs) No, but it just adds ambiance. It makes me feel like I'm not like... Are you smoking a pipe? I'm doing the grind. (laughs) I'm a wannabe writer, right? So... um, No. So, well, I noticed that a couple of times when I went to walk the dogs, I forgot to extinguish the candle. And usually I would do that because I'm walking a good 15 to 20 minutes on my break and it's just a good idea. So, but this is the interesting part. Mm. I would notice that the candle would be snuffed out when I returned back to the room. That a girl. And there was no smoke. Good job, There was no smoke from the wick being snuffed out. She's a good girl doll i think that is really cool i didn't have any windows open so she might have been protecting my home and i think i think she especially was doing that because we did have a recent big fire in our neighborhood that's yeah it was on the news yeah so and it was really really close to my house so you said it right I thought thought you said you set the fire. very funny. No, that was not a tradition I picked up during (laughs) Halloween, but good one. Um, You know how you're supposed to put her back in the box after Halloween? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, she turns nasty on you, and she gets into mischief. Sure. And and she's Her only real purpose is from October 1st through October 31st. Right, and you're supposed to put her away. Well, I forgot. (gasps) I I haven't had time to put away Halloween decorations, so I forgot. And I woke up with a huge scratch <gasps> down my arm. Now, this is after several days of healing. Oh, I see and it. And feel that. Oh, yeah. No, it was I see really, it. really bad. I will, skeptics out there, it could have been my dogs because I do have dogs. But in all of the time I've had my dogs and this, they've slept on the bed with happened. me, this has never happened. So let me just say, I'm not taking any chances. I took that doll. I said goodbye and put her in the box, and she's not coming back till next Halloween. Oh, my gosh. But 
I thought that was a good start to my paranormal and paranoid news. Did you find any little bite marks on your arm? No, just that big scratch. Mm, interesting. Yeah, no. And um, she was in the same position. It's not like she moved. So. Well, she knows how to get back into the same position after she scratches your arm. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I should have checked for DNA under Creepy her nails. Little thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got to talk about. How excited we are that the new Matrix movie, Resurrections, yeah. is coming out here soon. When does that come out? December? December 22nd, I think. Oh, oh. And I'm so curious what yeah. innovative ideas and technology they'll come up with this time. Because your friend, my friend, our friend, sent us this interesting interview with Sophia Stewart. And she is the franchise owner of The Terminator and The Matrix. Mm -hmm. And she said... The Terminator is the prequel to The Matrix. And she blew my mind because she said Sarah Connor is actually Neo's mother. I mean, she... <laughs> oh. Like, I have never heard that before. I have never thought about that bridge either. Yeah. Huh. Isn't that weird? Sarah Connor is Neo's mother. But isn't that John Connor? Then why is Neo named Neo and not John Connor? <laughs> but oh well. Uh, we'll just have to watch the movie. Does that mean see. Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be in the new Matrix? I film? have no idea. Huh. But I am so excited. Wow. Uh, and of course, you know, the part I really loved, besides the idea of the Matrix itself, which was really just a documentary about our real world and how it really works. Um, but we didn't know that then. But... How amazing is it that Neo could literally stop time and slow it down so that he could move out of the harm's way with the bullets yeah, flying at yeah. him? And he could always figure out an escape path, that sort of thing. So it got me thinking. Mm -hmm. I should research stories about anyone having this type of experience. Literally observing time stopping or going in slow motion. Oh, that's a good idea. Guess oh. what? I found some pretty cool stories. Did you? And this is so frustrating because I wish I could remember who the guy was, but it was this like motivational speaker that believed in like manifesting. It could have been like some guy from The Secret, like the movie The Secret. Mm -hmm. I kind of think it was one of those dudes, but the story really stuck with me. And he said as a kid, he had this strange experience. He was running across a field. He was going really, really fast. And at the last second, he saw a hidden hole in part of the field and it, was, it wasn't clearly visible to him, so he knew it was too late for him to slow down or stop. And he said it was as if time stopped and he approached the hole. He could see himself in two realities. Wow. One, where he stepped into the hole and saw himself breaking his leg. Okay. And then at the same time, he saw himself barely missing the hole by leaping over it and landing without breaking his stride on the other side. Mm-hmm. The whole time he was thinking, I have a choice. Hmm. And he was running, and it was in very slow motion. So he could think out this whole process. So he chose, of course, to leap over the hole and land safely on the other side. And after he crossed the hole, time sped back up for him. That's, was he high? I don't know. I don't know, but I just remembered him telling that story, and I was like, that is so cool. The BBC had a couple of interesting articles regarding people's personal experience with this phenomena. One person's experience I read said he was taking a shower and water droplets just froze in midair. In this case, the man was seriously 
like freaked out and he went to the hospital to get himself checked out because he thought there was something neurological going on. Oh yeah. And and as it turned out, he had suffered an aneurysm. <gasps> really? Yeah. And he didn't know it. Um, but they had they had done scans and he had actually had an aneurysm. Oh wow. So, wow. Yeah, pretty scary. Yeah. Very um, scary. Thy next story comes from Border Jumper one two three who posted his story on a Reddit board several years ago, and it seems to be one of the longest periods of frozen time I've ever heard about. Hmm. In this case, it was about 12 seconds. Mm -hmm. He said his family was with him on a short family vacation about 30 minutes from reaching their destination on a return trip from San Antonio. Mm -hmm. I like San Antonio. I do, too. I've never been there. I'm just, <laughs> saying. I'm just saying it sounds... Fun. Yeah. yeah. It's a good, I like it. It's a cool town. They were driving through a small city they all knew pretty well and were just crossing a busy intersection when he said a flash lit up the window about 30 feet in front of the car. Uh-oh, someone's getting mailed a traffic ticket later. <laughs> We've got all these traffic cameras in Portland. Yes. And you just are like, see this flash as you're and crossing you know. an intersection. And you know. You just know you're going to get a ticket That's in the right. mail. But no, he said that it caused him to close his eyes, mm. you know, the bright light. And when he opened them back up, they mm. were stuck in traffic. His whole family was frozen in these bizarre poses. His dad's mouth was wide open. His mom was gesturing this weird gesture, probably with the middle finger. <laughs> um, his brother also saw what was happening. And when they spoke to their parents, they then unfroze and started moving again. But outside their car, he noticed the car parallel to them was also frozen up. And his parents were now able to move. And they just stared in shock with their mouths open because... The people who were walking on the sidewalk were also frozen. There was even a dog walker who was frozen and he was holding his ice cream at a weird angle and his dog was standing up with two legs in the air, just motionless. Isn't this strange? So everybody in the car is unfrozen and they can see that everything around yes, them is frozen. Is frozen. That's weird. Uh, right. And then... Total his, glitch in the matrix. It's totally freaky. And his younger brother started crying. Oh, and I would too. He just freak <laughs> he just freaked out. And while he was wanting to open the door to like get out and look around, something just told him just not to do it. So he just stuck his head out the window and his mom was yelling, What the fuck? at the same time. <laughs> so no. he's like, you know, creating this story. And he said even the air was frozen, like they heard nothing. And then he said what seemed to be an eternity, because 12 long seconds yeah. is a long time. That's a long time. To be frozen. Yeah. It finally came to an end, and then everything went back to normal when a breeze crossed his arm. People in cars started moving, but his dad was still really freaked out, so they all decided just to pull the car over into a parking lot to discuss what happened. Take a pause. Think about your life choices. I'm thinking... I'm thinking real hard. My life choice. <laughs> they were probably driving a Prius now that I think about it. Probably. All drivers with the Prius, you know, they have weird things well, happen. Well, Priuses come with that thing in their car. It's a special um, feature that freezes everything around you. So that's probably what that's it was. That's probably what it is. Yeah, and a Slurpee <laughs> machine to come with yeah. it. So the dad's still freaked out. They pull over into a parking lot to discuss what happened. And they didn't know that they were also frozen for a couple minutes. So, uh, you know, they were kind of explaining to a mom, dad, did you know you were also frozen? So they had no recollection of that. But they decided just to finish the drive back home. They were almost home about a half hour away. 
And, but on the way driving, they noticed there was a bunch of black SUVs with tinted huh. windows passing them yeah. along the highway. Yeah. So that's really creepy. Yeah. And if people want to know where this happened, it happened in a very small town, Corsicana, Texas. Oh. Okay. I'm not I'm not familiar with that place. Okay. But there you go. You can go there and test it out in your Prius. Nice. Let us know. Cool. There's a theory that in some cases, the feeling of time stopping might just be from our adrenaline taking over and our thinking process accelerating so fast that the world around us seems to be functioning much slower. But that wouldn't be the case for that family when they all had the same experience together. Am I slow to you because you talk really fast? Like, am I, am I in slow motion and you're just processing everything faster? Are you asking me if you're frozen right now? No. <laughs> I'm saying in general, do you find the world slow because you're fast? No. You're a fast I'm a processor. fast talker. I'm not necessarily a fast processor. Okay. <laughs> Very different things. Very different things. Well, in the case of the former story... How does an entire family experience the same thing simultaneously? Uh, it's crazy. That, to me, is is very compelling. That, mm. like, it wouldn't be that. Mm -hmm. Probably one of the most widespread and common experience is the phenomenon known as the stopped clock illusion. Mm. You ever had that? Uh, no. Okay. Well, it's, I know, I is never that, do. At work, I'm like, is the that clock, clock is stops? not working. Huh? Is that when your <laughs> clock stops? It's when your clock stops. No, it's, it truly is an illusion. If you stare looking at the second hand of the clock, mm -hmm. you will see it stop for a brief millisecond, and mm -hmm. sometimes it will appear to move slightly backwards. Okay. GrasshopperX.com gives you precise details on how to make this happen if you can't get it to work, just in case you want to go and, and see if you can get that to work. Skeptics say this is just our eyes adjusting, and science has even given it a name, cicades. <laughs> or saccades or something like that. Uh, I'm cicada? not gonna spell it. I'm not gonna spell. I'm not gonna spell it. Is it a cicada bug? It's a it's a saccades. <laughs> S a c c a d e s. I did spell it. But mm. some say, why does the second time hand start moving again from the point it stopped? And then, if time is stopping, does sound stop too? And did people hear the clock keep ticking? Some would say yes. And, of course, YouTube and TikTok are full of videos showing birds frozen in mid-flight, planes not seeming to move. And there are many people out there who think this is just an example of a glitch in a constructed matrix artificial reality. I, I think that's probably true. <laughs> well, if or if you think about time as future, past, and present all existing at the same time mm -hmm. and not in like a chronological order, mm -hmm. we may someday uh, find out how we could all adjust time the way we would like it. And I know we had a mm -hmm. hypnotherapy teacher mm -hmm. that talked about this, that mm -hmm. some people are in time and some people are outside of time. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that exercise? Um, I remember doing the timeline exercise itself, but I don't remember exactly the in time, out of time. Well, yeah. what she was saying is she was saying that basically the people who are in time lose track of time because they're in the present moment always. Oh. And people who are outside of time are observing time going by. So they're always the people that want to get there early. Mm -hmm. They're always aware of time. 
So this story is about a clock tower in LaBelle, Florida, which refused to keep time after 1926. Good for them. Fuck time. (laughs) They're like, forget this. You know what? No. We're not going to keep time for you. You guys need to keep time for yourself. Yeah, we're not. You've got phones now. We don't have to be the timekeepers for all you people. This is ridiculous. I know. Some think it was divine retribution for a simple misunderstanding that resulted in the lynching of an innocent man. The story goes that the town had a history of prejudice to strangers and immigrants who were rarely seen in the town. Residents who are familiar with the history of LaBelle said a woman's husband had an altercation with a man and ended up being killed in dispute. So this fueled more fear in an already violent, rough frontier town, especially among the women. In the summer of 1926, things went absolutely crazy when a stranger to the town came to one lady's door asking for a glass of water. No. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever you do, don't ask for water. Scandal. Some people who have heard the story passed down say the stranger climbed over the fence, went to the back door, which was alarming since most people would use the front gate and knock at the front door. But the woman who answered the door was so surprised and scared, she threw a hot iron at him and screamed in terror, which sent the guy running. Oh, my gosh. Now, her husband, hearing the story, uh, and because he was prejudiced, thought the guy was trying to rape his wife. Mm. All the men in the town soon joined in a massive hunt for the fugitive. Once they caught up to him, they put him in a car to haul him downtown. But at a corner... The man escaped running away, and everyone just took out their guns and started shooting at him like it was the wild, wild west. Oh, my God. Again, he was finally caught, and this time he was taken out of town and hung. Mm. Nobody waited for a trial. They just assumed he was guilty. However, once the real story was relayed, the man was just asking for water. The 20 men who did the lynching were all arrested. Oh, good. However, none of the charges stuck because there was this theory that he had died from bullet wounds before the hanging. Oh, and Yeah, and nobody could find out which bullet and which gun did the actual killing. So they all got off. The tree was symbolically painted black for a remembrance of the hanging, but the town would never be allowed to forget. Because soon afterwards, a storm rolled in, sending a giant lightning bolt to strike the courthouse clock tower. Just like in Back to the Future. I know. This, I was thinking of Back to the Future the yeah. whole time. Yeah. The giant bell started tolling and the vibrations could be felt throughout the town. The jolt of electricity damaged the inner workings of the clock. And the county officials, being so proud of their clock tower quickly raised funds to repair the clock, but then soon after it was fixed, it happened again. (laughs) Right when the very next storm rolled in, it struck it again and again and again. Something tells me that was not a coincidence. Right. It damaged all the repairs that were previously done. Good. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) <laughs> you strike him down. Too bad God. he couldn't have struck each individual person. I know. With his own thunderbolt. So, yeah. So the experts were called in to repair the clock again, and the wiring was replaced. Lightning rods were even added across the courthouse roof and tower. But once again, with the arrival of another storm, <laughs> the clock was struck and broken. Heck yeah. Isn't that weird? Where was this at again? Uh, LaBelle, Florida. 
So they get a lot of storms down there. But even with lightning rods, like to, you know, it it decided, nope, it's going to strike that clock. clock. It It wants wants the clock. clock. Yeah. Um, And so the people in the town were really freaked out. They were suspicious and knew this could not be a coincidence, that this clock should probably never be fixed. Yeah. But the town commissioners couldn't be persuaded, so they set out to repair it again. Oh, my God. However. Time to vote on new people. Yes. In 1929, when everyone was out celebrating the 4th of July, a terrible storm quickly arrived, catching everyone off guard. Mm -hmm. People heard a gigantic crash and rushed to the courthouse. Lightning had once again struck the clock tower, but this time it was different. A huge section of the cornerstone had come down from the top of the tower, collapsing part of the roof and coming like a missile straight down as a direct hit to the judge's bench <laughs> in the courtroom below. Oh, nice. As if, like... God is pissed. Yeah, pissed off. Yeah. This time, the whole town freaked out. The clock was completely dismantled and stored away, leaving only the blank faces without any timepieces visible. Mm. And, of course, no sounds emanating from the bell to forever remain silent. Years went by, and many people forgot about the clock, and strangers would say, Oh, yes, it's the clock that did not bother to keep time. The old bell from the tower was given a final resting place at the local church, and lightning was never again witnessed to strike the clock tower. Hmm. However, in 1975, with much of the history faded into the past, the clock was finally given a new life, complete with new hands on Uh the blank face. Uh Uh-oh. But time has now been working perfectly since then with mm. no further incidents. Mm. So I wonder if it's because all the people who did the killing had are, passed are away. Gone. Yeah, are gone. Maybe. Yeah. It, isn't that a crazy story? That is crazy. That's well, very interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it's very, very interesting. Mm. So on to my next story. Okay. We know about the big news of Facebook, who's changed its name to Meta, ending the social media platform name many have used for years. What? You've not heard about this? No. You've been under a rock. Yeah, so Meta is their new name. They decided to change their name. M-E-T-A? Yes. Microsoft and probably soon Apple will also be competing for who owns the virtual reality space platform. But Mark Zuckerberg has made no qualms about wanting to be the sole owner. And he gave an in-depth presentation slash interview on what this meta space will entail a couple of weeks ago. He describes it as a set of virtual spaces where you can create and explore with other people who aren't in the same physical space as you. Some think this will create lots of millionaires because you can visually share digital portrayals of art or creations known as NFTs, which will grow in value in your fake metaverse world. So it's like Second Life. They And I've only played it once or twice, but essentially it's an entire universe that it's created. Mm-hmm. You can have whatever avatar you want. And you go hang out there with people from all over the world and you can have your own shop and sell your own art and have yeah. commerce in there. And I'm pretty sure they can use Bitcoin to yeah, buy and sell Yeah, it's going to be um, yeah. cryptocurrency. So he's trying to compete in that space because 
I believe the idea is that we're headed there anyway. We are. So, and others are super scared of what this might mean for our future. Will we be eventually living in a tiny little room, having no real possessions except what is in our virtual world? Just playing on the computer all day long. Right. Like so our weird. consciousness, our work lives, all of our social experiences programmed in a meta universe where we build our fake life. Yeah. And this might be, um, you know, predictive programming coming true as portrayed in that movie, Player One. I haven't seen Player One. Okay. Well, this movie oddly resembles what Mark is showing that Meta will become in the near future. Mm -hmm. I know many employees might be happy about the fake avatars for their company meetings, but I won't be happy eating fake donuts. <laughs> and I wonder... If my fake avatar, like if we stand too long at the water cooler, if we'll get written up, like what, like, do you have to keep your avatar moving and like showing that you're like doing work or like, what so, is that? You just appear like online Zoom meetings as your avatar. You won't have a job. Huh? I think what they're, they're thinking is going to happen is that our robot technology will be so far advanced that any jobs that need to be done will be done by the robots. And that we will be living, with, if they can just kind of get an idea of, of meeting our basic needs of shelter and food and, you know, power, like electricity and stuff, um, and medicine. And don't forget tarot cards. We need our, we <laughs> need our monthly decks. Sure. But you get everyone in their little hive, in their mm -hmm. little apartment or whatever, and the robots provide the food and the robots provide the medicine. And that will leave us with nothing to do. So what the idea is, you'll go onto the computer and all of society will be on computer no, and no, you no, will no. develop your own avatar. No. You can look like whoever you want to look like. You can be whoever you want to be. Mm -mm. And because people can't really see you, you can get engaged and married yeah, online. but I don't want to be in a fake world. <laughs> you and I will be dead by the time all this happens. But anyway, that's the theory as to where we could be headed with this technology that we have that's advancing so fast. It's strange to me that people would rather live in a fake reality than in a real reality. But I guess we're, we're spending so much time on social media yeah. anyway. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I don't think I can adjust to it. Maybe your body finally adjusts to that type of world. But I know when I put on those virtual reality glasses or anything like that, I get motion sickness. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work for me. It's, it's too meant over our, It's not meant for our generation. No, I, I guess. I guess not. <laughs> But he seems to think it's going to be a lot sooner than than what you think it is. It'll be like tw like twenty thirty. Well, think of how fast our technological industry mm -hmm. is is developing and evolving. Yeah, it could be that fast. Sure, why not? Before anyone else claims it, I'm building a Hogwarts virtual reality. <laughs> See, I'm going to be Hermione. You would live in Harry Potter land. I'm online. going to. Mm -hmm. You can be Luna. I'll let you be Luna. I don't know who Luna is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Um, I, I identify as serial killer Michael Myers. Oh, okay. So you're I'll not be. welcome at Hogwarts, no. then. You're on the... You're on the... On the sad... My avatar you're, will be a... Um, you're in Slytherin a, House, for sure. A blank-faced serial killer. <laughs> oh, great. That's what I will be. Okay, so have you heard about the Wizard of New Zealand? Everybody has. Have you really? No. Oh, I'm like really shocked. I'm like, wow. No, I have not. Okay, because I I have never heard of this, but his birth name is Ian Brackenberry Channel. 
and he has officially been called the wizard for over two decades in Christchurch, New Zealand. I want to call him the whiz. He has recently been in the news because apparently he was on the payrolls of the government for years and has recently been fired last month in October. In 1974, Ian Channel started to make public speeches on a ladder set up in the cathedral square. The city council tried to arrest him then, but he was way too popular with the local people who loved his spectacle as he was dressed in full wizard attire with a pointy hat and black robes and white beard. He would regularly perform spells for the benefit of the community and also rain dances. <laughs> Under the blessing of the local mayor, he would do fantastic stunts like skydive while chanting a spell for a rugby match. Awesome. And riding a gondola with his wizard apprentices, 42 of them in all, if you can imagine them all crammed in a gondola. That'd be amazing. Yes, so the New Zealand Art Gallery Association declared him a living work of art and appointed him to the official title of the Wizard of Christ Church. And in 1990, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, who personally knew him, also declared him the official Wizard of New Zealand and gave him an annual salary of $16,000 a year for services pertaining to spells and other wizard-like services including promotional work featuring Christchurch for tourism. Do you remember back in the day when people would be burned at the stake for putting on spells? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> such a weird change of Isn't events. Such a change. Such a change. <laughs> New Zealand, you're so open-minded. There's going to be a lot of lawsuits from witches who are like, what the hell, man? He's like, they're like, you know, I did spells for the community. Nobody thanked me. So he was at the reopening ceremony of the Omaru Airport in August of 2006. He claimed to have spoken a spell that broke up a thick fog, which was preventing any airplanes from landing. And he was also awarded the Queen's Service Medal in 2009 for his work in the community. So he's also like doing community work and things like that. He's very popular. Well, after the huge earthquakes hit Christchurch in 2011, the wizard announced his retirement, saying the era had come to an end and his beloved church was going to be demolished because, you know, with the damage incurred, they couldn't save it. Mm. However, he continued to collect his salary annually, <laughs> and it was announced formally that the New Zealand Council voted to end their contract with the wizard, stating that after 23 years, nobody is immortal, his spells didn't work, earthquakes keep happening, <laughs> along with COVID, and all of the other horrors of New Zealand who... So he was a fraud. So, right. So... He's, he didn't turn out to be Gandalf. And it said he understands, but has appointed a new apprentice, what? Ari Freeman, who's a punk band performer. <laughs> <laughs> and he hopes that Ari will continue the tradition after his training is complete. The tradition of making yeah. sure that he can stop nothing from hitting New Zealand. Right. And Ari has been studying with him since 2014, so I guess he's gotten pretty good. So I don't know if he's good a it, real what wizard. Exactly? <laughs> wizardry, whatever that entails. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, oh no. so my final story uh, is also along the lines of wizardry and magic. It was told by a TikTok user at Sam underscore D-O-1-1. You might want to write that down because that's D O one one. It almost looks like Sam doll, but then when I looked at it closely, it's Sam underscore D O one one. 
Yeah, she said that when she was young, growing up in Toronto, Canada, instead of inviting a clown, the popular thing to do was to hire a local magician for entertainment. Oh, that'd be cool. I know. I would love that. Yeah. Her friend Tori, who was turning 14 at the time, had a magician there at her birthday party, and his name was Mysterion. She said this guy, <laughs> I love that name. She said this guy was really good, doing all kinds of wonderful tricks like bending forks, reading minds, and he asked the kids... Who here isn't afraid of ghosts? She said that even though she's very afraid of ghosts, she raised her hand. He pulls out a very creepy-looking doll and tells all of them that the ghost of a dead girl who drowned in a lake named Lucy resides in the doll. Mm-hmm. So, of course, all the teenage girls are freaked out, screaming. He says, think of a word and write it down that you had trouble spelling as a child. So she did. And uh, she said the word that she wrote down was remember, because when she was little, she always called it remember, or she wrote it remember rather than remember. Mm -hmm. So he said, okay, write it in this book, then put the book in a box, and then he locked it up and gave her the key. So she had the key. She was holding onto it. And um, he said, now remember the word. Mysterion then tells the room, okay, everybody settle down, be quiet. And he states that Lucy will try to guess the word that was in the box. Lucy is the creepy little girl that lives in the creepy doll. In the doll. Well, nobody has seen the word except for her. Um, Mm -hmm. So he brings out this little mini recorder and presses record and just lets it play in silence for a tiny bit. Then he stops it and rewinds, presses play, and a little girl's voice whispers the word, Remember. So everyone loses their shit, and the party is over. Everyone goes home. As she leaves, Mysterion stops her and says, Oh, by the way, Lucy loves storms and the rain, so don't be surprised if she comes and visits you at night. Just play with her, okay? And she, of course, thinks this is a really super funny joke. So she's like, ha, ha, ha. Sure, Mysterion. Yeah. But all of his tricks really had her mind stirred up. So she's like thinking, how did he do all these magical illusions? Because they have to be an illusion, right? Mm -hmm. So she's falling asleep thinking about this. And guess what? It starts pouring rain. It sure does. And then she hears a little tap. And then it's thundering out. (laughs) And it might have been coincidence, but she said the TV in her room turned on and she just lost it she ran to her mom's room she actually like dove into their bed refusing to sleep anywhere but with them that night and she heard a little girl go remember yeah (laughs) so of course you know i go to the comment section like most people do at tiktok because it's so much fun to see what everyone's ideas on this whole story and many people think he used hypnosis or subliminal methods to plant the word in her mind really and so and that would also explain why she raised her hand because normally she wouldn't but if she was already like in a trance really you think mm -hmm. that's what he did huh I don't know, because she already said she had trouble spelling that word as a kid. Does she so also, that would be way too coincidental. Did she also bark like a chicken when she was No, no. Bark. He didn't make her bark like a duck or, <laughs> or squat like a dog. Others say it was probably a glass bottom on the box that he could flip and see, or a false back that he could slide to the side to see the word. But it was in a book. I think there's a the ghost box. in the doll that read the okay, word. Okay, stop. <laughs> Others say 
<laughs> Others say it was carbon paper or soft paper that he could see the indention. But how could he have had a little girl's voice speak on the recorder? Obviously, Holly, you agree with me. Yeah. The doll is haunted. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Duh. Obvious. The easiest, most simplest answer is the correct one. He has a haunted doll from a girl who drowned in a lake. Yeah. Absolutely. That's right. But you know what's so funny mm. is everyone knows Mysterion. He's famous. He's been at like everybody's birthday party. Everyone was saying <laughs> it. And and they call him a mentalist. Is so. he like the um the shadow man that wears a hat? I don't know. He's, <laughs> He's everywhere. everywhere. Everyone's seen and him. he looks like a skunk. He's got like this gray part through his hair. So yeah. Does he have a French accent and he tries to make out with cats? I don't know, but it's pretty mental to scare people like that. It so. is pretty cool. <laughs> I love that story. That's a good story. So uh what are we gonna do for our tarot tonight? Oh my gosh. I think we should do it on meta, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. That sounds for... perfect and topical. Okay, great. <laughs> okay. We'll see you in a minute. We'll be right back. Bye. The question that was asked is this new meta thing from Mark Zuckerberg and just sort of the general slide into this new virtual reality world. Metaverse, yeah. Metaverse. How is that going to be a good thing for society mm -hmm. or is it not? I'm using the Darkwood Tarot by Sasha Graham, art by Abigail Larson. Thank you, ladies, for your contribution to the tarot community. Um, well, I think Carol and I are from what I don't know what Carol's cards are, mm -hmm. but from what I heard her saying over there, I think we're all going to be on the same page. <laughs> you heard me going, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. So the first card I pulled was the Six of Pentacles. Now, mm -hmm. that's typically a card of charity and giving. But in this particular card, the person giving to the young children that are down below at his feet is the devil. Oh, yes. And so when I read about this card, it says um, you were given what you need, but at what price? Yikes. Look, so it could make people rich, but. Right. But what are you giving ultimately, up? Ultimately, yeah. What are you really are giving, giving up? up? Look before signing legal contracts and giving too much away. So I think that is a direct um, be careful that you're making a deal with the devil by signing up for living online and being yeah. involved in that level of all the time. The next card I got was the three of cups reversed. <laughs> now the three of cups upright usually means that it's a social Celebration. card. Yeah. You're out together, you're partying, but in this case it's an isolation card, mm -hmm. which means you're spending time alone. And in the book it says humans are hardwired for social interaction it feels good to be part of a group to find a tribe right. and hold feelings of connection and belonging. Are you sacrificing any part of who you are to fit in? Are you joining inclusivity based on keeping others out? So this tells me that going online into the meta universe, you're going to be finding your tribe. It's yeah. going to become very tribal, but you're also very physically isolated, even though you're connecting online. Mm -hmm. Humans need physical presence we feed off mm -hmm. of energy absolutely and i don't think you can get that in that world i agree and also when you're around your tribe mm -hmm. it disconnects you from the rest of the world because you're only listening to people in an echo chamber who think the way you do so yeah, you're looking good. for your tribe which is okay as long as you are not trying to go to war with other tribes because you don't <laughs> agree with what they think and so on and so forth which we've been seeing a lot of quite frankly in our politics so, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, moving on. Okay. The um, the next card I got was the oh, 
Babylon. It was the High Priestess. And that's the card that I ended on, which basically is a card of using intuition um, and really understanding um, your own spirit, your own soul, your own internal guidance system. <laughs> but in the book, it says silence, secrets, darkness, evolution of the soul, the blueprint of your personality, talents and traits, a deep knowledge and third eye vision. Activated intuition, lunar cycles, inner knowledge, personal authenticity. But I pulled one more card just to see what that really means. And I got the reverse nine of wands. Yeah. And that tells me what behavior do you hide from others? What are you hiding from yourself? What appeases the holes inside you? Secret eating, hidden internet searches, snooping, devious behavior. Do you wish revenge on another? Guilty pleasures can take a turn for the worst. Stay vigilant. So to me, this is like there's a darkness that's going on. You're, I think that the high priest is just saying that you have to listen to your gut. But the nine of wands that is influencing that card is saying you're going to uh, pretend like you're something you're not. And you're going to abandon your truth. And you're going to try to sell people on a lie because it's easy to do that when you're in an online community mm -hmm. and no one can actually see who you are so it's really becoming um, a facade for a mm -hmm. way for people to engage with each other and to do it completely in fantasy land all the time so you're never having to deal with the real you or anything in reality i think you've summed that up i mean i don't even know what i could add to that because <laughs> yeah. i i did do the spread as well and um, a lot of what you're saying is what I'm seeing as well. I'm I'm using the Hush Tarot by Jeremy Hush. Hush. And uh, hush. I love some of these descriptions. Hello. Mm -hmm. Hello. Hello. Are you with me? Yeah, I'm Holly? sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got distracted by the name um, of your tarot deck. Okay. And I feel like some of these descriptions just need to be read as as is because it's really very poetic about what they're saying. Mm -hmm. um, I first drew the two of swords uh, reversed and it says confusion lost in the crowd. Okay. So you can be in a crowd of people um, and still feel really lost mm -hmm. and confused. Mm -hmm. So I feel like at the start of this, people are going to be really like confused as to what, what we're doing with this, what we're building with this. Right. Um, what's the point of this? What's the point of this? It says the world can be overwhelming with so many voices speaking at once. So I do think there is there is going to be competition. Uh, there's yeah. going to be a lot of companies competing for your metaverse world. Right. Um, I think people are going to be building like multiple houses, like 10 houses in the metaverse. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's going to get greedy out there. Sure. It can get greedy in virtual reality as well. Yeah. So uh, this, could, this could be kind of crazy. Sorting it all out is like wrangling kittens. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Uh, it can be difficult to find a clear path ahead. So that was that was the first card I drew. Okay. Uh, the second is uh, the Eight of Cups. What was the first card you drew again? Uh, the Two of Swords Reverse. Two of Swords Reverse. Okay. This says escape and transition are the two words to describe oh, this I, card. That definitely makes a lot of sense. Um, and so, you know, it's going to be a, a big transition from our normal world and our working lives. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to take some time to get used to it. And for a lot of people, 
they feel that this is going to be the big escape. Mm-hmm. They don't like life the way it is. A lot no. of them feels like this will put them on an even playing field with yes. everyone. Yes. Uh, maybe, you know, they they can't afford um, that Ferrari in real life, but, but in their metaverse, they'll be able to can, do that. They can drive it. And it opens up a lot for personal creation, like the artists that, you know, you can't really get discovered that easily. Right. Um, you can sell digital versions of your products and stuff. So mm-hmm. um, I think people are looking for that, uh, but it's a trap, right? Mm-hmm. So inspiration can be found in leaving the chaos of a current situation for a new, deeper spiritual goal elsewhere. The owl solitude, and there's an owl on the card, comes from its freedoms to move on when needed. So I think originally people might be like, yeah, let's try this. Let's do this. And ultimately they're going to be like, holy shit. No. Yeah. Uh, we want, we want our freedom. This yeah. isn't, this isn't going to lead to freedom. It's going to lead to more. Consumerism. Um, it, feeling trapped, feeling yeah. isolated. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all thought social media would connect us more mm-hmm. and studies have shown and proven it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It actually makes people more isolated. It kind of, well, it kind of does this thing where it kind of turns people against each other more, it seems like. Well, that too. And people have this sense of like, oh, these are all my friends and I'm just going to text them here and I'm just going to put a picture on Facebook and everybody can look at it and like it. But that doesn't mean you have real deep connections with people. It's all superficial. It is. And I think if we're going more and more that way and everything is fake and everything like you, you can't even be your real self online. It's just very shallow existence. Absolutely. Okay. Third card is the night of swords reversed. Unreliability and impulsive. So this idea is just not well thought out. Yeah. It's just, you know, kind of chaos, right? Mm -hmm. And um, scattered, disorganized, you cannot make it. It's an impossible goal. uh, And it's ultimately going to fail. Mm. So maybe it just... People just decide to kill it like they're killing other things out there. Yeah. (laughs) That just, they're like done with it. You know, things come and go with their time. And I think this is going to be something that ultimately it's going to just fizzle out and die. People are going to be like, eh, we've had 10 years of this. Let's move on to something different. It also seems like the, the people who create these products... They will come up with these brainchilds and things, and they don't ever, I don't, doesn't seem like, maybe they do, but it doesn't seem like they stop and think about repercussions of what they're going to create. They just want to create it. Well, they see see dollar signs. Yeah, just to see if they can do it and see how much money they can make off of it, and there's no real stopping. Should I create this? Is this a good way to go? No, what was that quote from Jurassic Park? I, Jeff Goldblum, I say it like every day, just because you, you, you scientists were so caught up if you if you could, you didn't stop to think if you should right. about making the, remaking the dinosaurs. Yeah. It is 100% correct. And that line should be in every movie, and Jeff Goldblum should be in every movie and say that line in every movie so that we all stop and go, yes, progress is a good thing, but we want to make sure we're doing it the, the, the right things, not just to do it for the sake of doing it because God knows what kind of repercussions it's going to have. Well, 
I'm I'm curious, and I'd like to hear more about it because at this point I'm still kind of confused as to what it all is going to be. So we'll have to check in with the cards. I have a vague idea just because a, of playing Second mm-hmm. Life or whatever. The two times I've played yeah. it, I kind of have an idea if that that's what they're going to create. It's like Sims. so. Is Facebook going away then? Or does Facebook still live and it's just in the meta universe or is it just going to be called meta? No, or? that's a good question. I don't think uh, Facebook is going to exist as Facebook. It's oh. going to transform to meta. Interesting. And I'm assuming he thinks we're all going to go with it because we're all on Facebook and we all know we can't cancel our accounts. So, Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking there of which, go. go check out Fireside Phantom's Facebook account. <laughs> there you go. That's we're where on we have all it. the social media sites. <laughs> well, that's it, guys. Thank right. you so much, have and uh, have a very great and real and meaningful Thanksgiving deep sleep and whatever you're going to do today. That's right. Bye bye. Bye. Yeah, so but this but this morning but the morning not this morning but the morning uh, ah, and I now okay I make my my 91 year old father and my 83 year old mother drive me around no how much longer till we get there <laughs> there's this theory that in some cases the feeling of time stopping there is a theory Holly <laughs> <laughs> yeah this was divine retribution for a simple un- <laughs> What just happened? That was your phone getting a text God message. dang it. Competing for who owns the, vig- the virtual... <laughs> Sorry, Josh. Actually, I got to do it in a little girl's voice. Remember. <laughs> Remember. Okay, here we go. Josh, I got it. Here's the perfect one. Please, sir. Remember. No. <laughs> I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. Okay, ready? Here's the word. And plays a little girl's voice whispering. Wait. Then he stops. <laughs> I'm not going to be able Shit. to do this. Okay. So then he stops it and rewinds, presses play, and a little girl's voice whispers the word, remember. <laughs> Every. <laughs> it's too sexy. Then he stops it. And rewind presses play. Does that make sense? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it does. Okay. As the flames die down, do remain undaunted. Though all hitchhikers are ghosts and all dolls are definitely haunted. guys be sure to follow us on instagram our handle is at fireside phantoms if you have a spooky story you would like to share with us send it to firesidephantoms at gmail.com and you may hear it on a future episode